Welcome to the podcast, Loving on Purpose. I'm your host, Bonnie Lyman. If you're having trouble navigating through your relationships with your adult children, if you are struggling to connect with them or having specific challenges, you're in the right place. Episode 26, Empowering Thoughts. Hello, my friends. I really like getting together with you every week. Just kind of lights up my life. I don't know why it is, but I feel a connection with you. I got a kick out of a woman I was talking to. It was a consult I was on. And she said, you really are getting better at delivering your podcasts. They really are a little faster. And that kind of excited me because I really try hard. But, you know, who knows what's going on here. But if you could leave me a review, it just gets this message out to more people. And I really feel like that's what my mission is right now, is to help as many people as I can. Just so many people so many clients that I've had have felt such relief that I would just like to help as many people as I can, whether it's you following me on Instagram or getting my newsletter or listening to this podcast or becoming a client. That's where the work, the real work really comes in. But here's a review I got that I want to share with you. It's from KP5B. That must be her handle. This is the podcast I needed. It has helped me more than I can express. Bonnie is my best friend, and we haven't never and we have never even met. I love her views and her honesty. And I hope I will always be honest with you. If there's anything I say, especially that may be against a policy of the teachings of Jesus Christ, call me out on it. I, I don't want to lead anybody astray. I just want them to help them get closer to God to Jesus Christ, because all the answers to any problem come from Jesus Christ. I feel like I just help people apply these principles. But if there's anything that you disagree with, hey, I'm I'm up for it. Just email me and um, we can chat. So I have, I believe, the last time I counted, I have 14 empowering thoughts I want to share with you today. And these are thoughts when the rug kind of gets pulled out from under us. When something out of the blue, we get that dart pierces, you might say, from something could be anybody But since we kind of center on adult children, something an adult child has maybe said to us 
did, didn't do, that really causes some pain. Now, first of all, remember, I want you to feel that pain. Don't run away from it. Just feel it. But then I kind of keep these thoughts tucked in my head. And I'm giving you 14 at the end. I'll kind of give you my three favorite that I use. Because at first, you're not going to remember all these. So my first one is, it's all good. And I kind of picked that one up from what I believe that there's opposition in all things. So when I get up in the morning and I'm thinking I'm going to go to lunch with maybe one or two of my adult children, or I was looking forward to watching their kids, or there was something we were going to do together and the event gets canceled, I can get pretty disappointed because it doesn't have happen as often as I'd like it to. But I just tell myself, it's all good. There was a good reason why it happened. I can still use my time and find something good to do. And the next time I see him, it's going to feel even better. So in other words, when I say it's all good, I just kind of default. I've trained my mind to do this when I say that, to focus on something good. Just like when we went to the lake and we thought we were going to be outside with hot weather and it was raining, it was a little disappointing, but you know what? We were all together, and especially having all those cousins together. There's not anything better, I don't think, than cousin times. And just to fill you in on something that maybe you can relate to that maybe you didn't think happened to everybody, when I get all my kids together, I get pushed to the bottom rung on the ladder. That doesn't mean I necessarily get treated cruelly or unkindly, but I'm not the important part. It's those cousins and their interaction. It's my kids and their interaction with their siblings and their husbands and how the in-laws, the sons-in-laws and daughter-in-laws. So it's all good. I just enjoy being there with them. Okay, number two, and these were not given in any order of priority. It's just how they came to my mind. Nothing stays the same. My daughter taught me this, and it was right about the time I had found out my son was gay, and about six months later, there was something I found out, something about a relationship or something he was having that just kind of complicated things to the point where I I was feeling pain and I was feeling fear. And were things going to get even worse and worse? 
And I was discussing this with one of my daughters, and she said, Mom, things never stay the same. And so this was giving me permission to have hope. This was giving me direction to give some airtime in my brain of why it didn't have to get any worse and why it maybe could even get better. Because we don't know, the future is unpredictable. But we always think, when we think of the future and something's going wrong, we always want to think of all the bad things that could happen. Let's spend at least half the time thinking of what might good could happen. So I like that thought. Nothing stays the same. Okay, another one. When my kids maybe say something or did something to me, I call it the fiery darts that kind of pierce in my through my skin. Sometimes it's just a prick. Sometimes it goes kind of deep, depending on the circumstance. And my clients will hear me say this all the time. But anytime anybody says something to us that's unkind or attacks us, is we we feel that fiery dart. But this is what I tell myself. My kids don't hurt me intentionally. My adult children never get up in the morning and think, today I'm going to hurt my mother's feelings. I also can trigger thoughts that hurt their feelings, but I never get up thinking I'm going to do it on purpose today. So nobody is intentionally trying to hurt anybody else. Now, maybe some sociopaths or some narcissists. I don't even think narcissists. Probably sociopaths. That's where they get their kicks. But we are all just perfect, imperfect humans. And so things come out of our mouths or we do some things that we don't intentionally do or we don't we intentionally do them but we don't intentionally do them meaning to hurt somebody else because we don't have a control over someone else's mind i could be very kind to somebody and they they could take it as a judgment as somebody just told me today that their grandfather sent them their grandson attacks, saying, when I go to the temple, I pray for you because I love you. Now that grandson took it as his grandfather judging him because he's left the church, that he was just kind of rubbing it in his face. And all he intended to do was to show love to this grandson. So the thing 
I like to tack on to this kids don't inter- intentionally hurt me. So maybe this is a f- a- another go-to default thought. And I take it from the scriptures and I'm paraphrasing it. Father, forgive them for they know not what they do. But because I also unintentionally offend, disappoint, hurt my children, I've kind of paraphrased it to say, Father, forgive us for we know not what we do. We don't even realize that we're not being as sensitive and as loving to people as we should be. Okay, so this brings us to about number six. An empowering thought, a go-to thought. Maybe they're right. but I like me anyway. Maybe I did say something that triggered thoughts that caused them to feel embarrassed. But I know that I do a lot of good things. I'm sorry. It was not intentional. But just accepting maybe they're right. Yep, I do say something sometimes that if I go back and think about it, I could see where it would trigger someone to feel hurt, embarrassed, or whatever. Okay, the next one is, and this is one I default to a lot. When someone has really hurt me or they have done something that has triggered me to have thoughts that cause me to feel sad, disappointed, attacked, disrespected, whatever. People that hurt others are hurting themselves. When your children say or do unkind things, do you really think that makes them happy? No. They're actually hurting inside, and they may not even be able to tell you why. I can remember I had a son once that really distanced himself from me. In fact, we'd have family gatherings, and if I didn't go up and welcome him and say hello, he didn't say anything to me the rest of um, the visit. But when something changed in his life, and a very serious problem he was dealing with, was taken care of, and he was happy. He's talking to me all the time. He's interested in me. He's asking me questions. He calls and asks us out to dinner. 
before he was hurting. And so he he was kind of, his actions were causing me to have thoughts that I was feeling hurt. And next thought, empowering thought, I got, I really like, and I got this one from Byron Katie, when she was coaching on somebody about their feelings about Donald Trump. And they were just going on and on about how much they hated him. They hated his politics. They hated how he spoke. They hated his hair. They hated his mannerisms. Just everything about him, they hated. And so as she was coaching her, trying to get her to see that it was not President Trump's actions, what he said or did that were causing her to feel hate, but it was her thoughts about it. So she offered this thought. If I thought like he thought, how would I be acting? Let me say that again. If I thought like he thought or she thought, how would I be acting? Our thoughts cause our feelings and our feelings cause our actions. So we may very well be acting exactly the same way because we were thinking the same way. We forget that we all have different brains and our children's lives right now, say they're 35, 30, 28, whatever, it's a whole different time than when you were that age. Things are different. And so they are going to think differently about everything and especially about values they've been taught. So because they're thinking differently than you, of course they're going to act differently than you. We can think different. We can think the way we have always thought, but we still have influence over our kids. And we can show up as a fun person, as a kind person, and that is that will perhaps trigger them to have kind thoughts about us. Okay, the next thought I like is, and this just happened to me the other night, is how can I make this fun? How can I not take so seriously what they did or what they said to me 
How can I not take it so seriously or so personally? How can I kind of make it fun? So let me give you an example. We were at a a family gathering, and one of my children said to me, after I made the comment, I started to make the comment, I can't remember what it was about, but I said, ironically, and then I was stopped. And I was told there's no such word as ironically. And you say that all the time. The word is ironic. Well, you know, they were right. But my husband whispered to me, let's make up a new word. I mean, really, was it that big of a deal that I incorrectly used the word? A lot of that goes back to, though, how well I think about myself. And when I'm thinking well about myself, it just automatically going to come to something fun or, oh, well, yep, I say some, say a, a lot of other words more incorrectly probably than that one, or I've just decided to make up a new word. Okay, my next thought is when I see a child in pain, And I so want to help them. And I don't know what to do or what to say. I've got to remember, I can't make anyone happy. I can be there for them. I can listen to them. And you know, maybe it was something I said or did that made them unhappy. But I don't have any control over that because even when I show up loving and kind, it can be taken the wrong way. Just as that grandfather texting his grandson to tell him that he prayed for him every day, We don't know how it's going to be interpreted. And so we don't have any control over that because they have a different brain than we have. Another thing, another thought I go to quite often, and this is when I'm maybe really kind of feeling sad depressed, angry, anxious, restless, bored. Maybe I don't even know what the circumstance is. I just kind of say to myself, ask myself, what's up, brain? What's going on? What do you need? What are you thinking right now? 
And if I kind of just get friends with my brain, you might say, in time, they're going to tell me why. And it's going to be some negative thought. And then I can decide, first of all, I just want to sit with the negative feeling. I just want to be willing to accept to have negative feelings some of the time. And then I'm going to choose a new thought and and move on. Another thought to have, this came up with a client I was talking to today, and she felt so relieved to hear that I was struggling with exactly the same thing she struggles with. Now, I don't know if she thought if you're a life coach, you've got this all figured out and you never have any negative emotions or any negative feelings, or never feel sad. But you do. And I know that most people that have adult children are going to, because we don't really understand the difference of the role of a parent of adult children. And it's so different that we're just so disappointed that Things aren't like what they were. Many people think that their kids are the only ones making undesirable decisions or saying unkind things or doing unkind things to them. But you know what? We are all struggling We are just a team of moms that are trying to do our best to figure out how to find some peace in our life. Yep, we can go into Coaching Helps. That's what I do. I think everybody needs a coach. It's the only way to learn how to reprogram your brain. But if we can just start notice others that are struggling and try to lift them up or just give them a hug or just say, I understand. We're we're going it's going to help us in our struggling elder bednar in a book i just read and i believe it's called act in doctrine and i'd really recommend it he said those that are severely struggling and in pain and he gives an example of a woman who just found out that her daughter was killed in an automobile accident and the word hadn't gotten around the ward yet and a member of the Relief Society presidency called and asked if she could take a meal 
to somebody that was struggling, she took that meal to them. And Elder Bednar said, that is true charity, and that is true healing. I don't know if I could have done that, and I really admire that lady. And I'm not saying everybody could do that, but read that book sometime. I think you'll like it. Okay, my next thought is everything is figureoutable and fixable. And the first part is you got to truly believe this. So when something comes up in front of me, something that has to do, because we're talking about adult children, and I go, oh, no, here we go again. I, I thought we had gotten as much bad news as we could stand, but here's something else that is very disappointing to us. But if you truly believe that everything is figureoutable and fixable, your little brain is going to go to work to help you solve the problem. If you believe it, you'll desire it. And if you desire it, you'll figure out how to solve this one too. You will figure out how to get through the pain and still show up as a supportive mother. And so at the moment, I say to myself, everything is figureoutable and fixable, except for maybe cancer, right? I just haven't figured it out yet. Okay, another one. You've heard this one a lot, this empowering thought. I can do hard things. It's just a negative emotion we're feeling. I'm not I'm not going to die. I'm just going to feel some negative emotion for a while. So you just feel it, and then more thoughts come. I can do this. We've had other difficult things come into our lives, and we got through them, and we'll get through this also. Okay, I want to end, well, no, I'll skip that one and go to the next one because I want to end with one of the most um, important ones. And it's just this one thought. When my kids do something, I can hardly believe that they're doing it. I say to myself, we all have our own agency. Now, this is the important part that becomes very empowering to me. Agency is a gift given to us. It was given to all of us. 
and it was given to us by God. So it's just not something like gravity or seasons. Well, no, gravity, seasons were given to us by God. But we we talk about each of us having different gifts, gifts of discernment, gifts of athleticism, gifts of photographic memories, but we were all given the gift of agency by God. And so all they are doing, they are just choosing different values, different ways to live their life than what I chose. And that's all that's going on. Now, we can have all the judgment in the world that it's wrong. But again, that's assuming we know what the future is. It may be exactly what they need to be doing to learn what they need to learn in this life. But in any case, even if they never learn it, They have the right to say and do and live their life what their inner voice, whatever you may want to call it, is calling them to do. The last one I want to um, end on And I feel very strongly about this. And I even had a person today say, I just don't know if I'm ready to love them. And that is okay. It is a process to learn to love everyone. And so my empowering thought is love always wins. And so when I get in a predicament, when I don't know what to do or what to say, my default thought is, what would love do? What would love say? Why does love always win? Because Love feels amazing. And when we feel amazing, we show up amazing. You can't argue with love. If you think of all the problems that could be solved in the world if we all just loved each other, I realize it is a big big task. But again, that's why I feel everyone needs coaching. We need tools to learn how to love everyone. And really, it comes down to a very selfish reason. Because when we, the more people we love, the more amazing 
we feel. So why wouldn't we love everyone? So I said I would give you my top three default empowering thoughts I go to. And probably the first off, the one I use the most often is they are hurting me or they are causing me to have thoughts that are triggering me to feel hurt because they are hurting. My second one is nothing ever stays the same. The first one brings me a lot of compassion. I go immediately to compassion. The second one, things don't always stay the same. I go immediately to hope. And my third one is, what would love do? I hope that this has helped you. I really hope that you will share this with somebody that might need it, who is struggling, that needs to be lifted up. We are a team. We are a team of mothers trying to not only make better connections with our adult children, but with everyone that we come in contact with. I will see you next week. I have no idea what I'm going to talk about at this point, but I thank you for listening. And um, I don't have a calendar in front of me. I don't know, even know if uh, the 4th of July is going to happen before you hear from me again. So if you don't, um, I hope you will show your love and respect to our country. I just looked at my calendar. Nope, it looks like we have another week. But be safe in your travels this summer and be kind and and know that you are a good, good person trying the hardest you can to strengthen your family and I I appreciate it. And I'll just leave you with that and say talk to you next week. If you're frustrated because your relationship with your adult children doesn't look anything like the way you thought it would, I can help you. Moms who are in a painful relationship with their adult children tend to just spin in their sadness and in their pain because they're waiting for their adult children to change or they don't know what to do to instigate this change to have a peaceful relationship. 
My program is called Loving on Purpose. And I help you fix what's not working in your relationship so you can feel love and peace with your adult children and then be able to move forward in your life. I can help you feel that peace that will cause you to know exactly what you need to do to maintain that peaceful connection with your children. I can help you feel secure and confident in your role as a mom. I can help you be able to choose how you want to feel in any moment. And that means being able to move forward, to live a satisfying, fulfilling life that includes always having love for your children. If you want some help, if you just want to get on a call with me and see what my program is all about or how I can help you, go to bonnielyman.com and click on the little button that says book a call. That's where you can also go to sign up for my email. And I also have another free resource there. Three remedies to better connect with your adult children.